Well, there could be more restrictions when it comes to which businesses will be allowed to operate on the street level storefront areas in some parts of West Vancouver. This is something West Van Council is looking at. And joining me to talk more about why this is an initiative is Maureen O'Brien, Executive Director of the Ambleside Dunderave Business Improvement Association. Maureen, good morning to you. Good morning. This is a specific area of West Van that I'm sure many people are familiar with, the Ambleside and Dunderave area. I know there are already some restrictions, but can you kind of refresh our memories a little bit on on what restrictions are in place when it comes to what can be in those street-level storefronts? Uh, Sure. Um, Back in 2010, uh, Council implemented restrictions on real estate um, and financial services. And then we, um, uh, in 2022, they upped that to include nail salons and beauty salons, and they included currency exchanges in the financial services category. Uh, and then since then, we've just noticed more and more uh, real estate offices, um, currency exchanges, uh, tutoring schools, uh, and pharmacies coming into the community. And so they have gone back and asked to implement so that more of those are included into the 20% category. So it's not saying that none of them are allowed to be there. It's just that we're trying to limit the amount that are in a certain area. And what is the issue or why is it an issue if there's, say, more than 20% of the the street-level storefront businesses are those businesses that you just mentioned? Because they take away from the vibrancy of a of a healthy shopping community, um, you know, they're all destinations where you're going to get your nails done or you're looking for real estate. But they don't encourage people to come and uh, walk through the business area, pop into stores, um, perhaps stop for a coffee or go for something to eat, look at a bookstore, go into a gift shop. So there's no reason to really amble and walk along through Ambleside. Uh, Dunder is not so much because it's a smaller block, but in a four-block radius of Ambleside, we have 12 nail salons, 10 real estate offices, eight currency exchange, seven schools, seven pharmacies, five gyms. Um, it's a lot of places where people aren't encouraged to, uh, to go. It doesn't add any vibrancy. Right. Okay. And so if these new rules are brought in or if these restrictions are expanded, what would happen then with with those current businesses, do you think, then if they were then in, in contravention, if it was more than 20% on the block, would they be grandfathered in or they would have to... Yes. Oh, they, okay. no, no, they'd be grandfathered in. They wouldn't be asked to leave by any means. But if they ever did leave, they would not be able to be replaced with one of those. And it's not that we don't want them in the community at all. They're welcome to be second floor a lot of these businesses um you know would be fine on second floor and also our side streets um so so 14th 15th uh, north south um it doesn't it's just the main marine drive and bellevue and clyde where people would be walking more um so they're still welcome to be there it's just restricted as to which areas they could be Right. And and do you have any concerns, though, that this is council kind of stepping in where maybe the market could decide what businesses are successful and needed, but instead council is making that decision? Uh, No, I think our council is very supportive of bringing Amplified back to the way it used to be. Years ago, it used to be just full of little shops and 
and restaurants. And I think uh, at some point, uh, I've only been in my role since um, since three days before COVID in 2020. So uh, I think somewhere along the line, when a business would leave and a new business was open, there was no one kind of watching over to say, okay, we already have five of these in this, this area. We don't, we don't really need another one. So I think by curating the right businesses, we will create the, the village and the shopping destination uh, that has some vibrancy that we're looking for. And w- would there be an issue, though, if, if for some reason those businesses aren't there as much, whether you're talking about the, the smaller cafes or shops and those types of businesses that really do encourage people to walk and spend more time in the neighbourhood, if those businesses, if there aren't people wanting to open those up, could there not be a concern that, that when the other types of businesses, if they leave, that those those storefronts or those first-level storefronts could could be empty? I don't think so, because in the three years I've been in my role, I have a long list of businesses that are trying to get into West Vancouver and can't. I have mm-hmm. three businesses in Dunderay right now that have to move because of redevelopment, and we can't find them a home anywhere. And the last time this happened, or frequently when it happens, uh, businesses leave. We had one store, um, sorry, building that flooded, and so three businesses had to leave. Uh, and relocate while it was being renovated, and they never came back. They went somewhere else. They went into North Vancouver, and they never came back to West Vancouver because they were doing fine where they were. So I've got two really great local shops that have been in West Vancouver for decades, and I can't find a home for them anywhere. Uh, So, you know, if there was space available, um, they'd certainly want to stay in West Vancouver. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I guess that's not a, a bad problem to have is uh, businesses that want to come in and want to be part of the community because so often we hear about the rents being so high and it being so difficult to, to make a go of it. And our rents are really high. Uh, but if businesses are, are thriving because we are a vibrant business community, then uh, um, you know, it, they can afford to pay the rent. And and so at this point, has this gone ahead? As far as I know, council was was looking at it and and looking and asking staff to come up with with more restrictions or, or kind of expanding those restrictions. So at this point, is that is that what is happening, or has this already gone ahead? No, it's right now in the the hands of staff, and they are putting together uh, their recommendations, which they will bring back to council um, probably sometime in the new year. Uh, early in the new year, uh, and then at that time, council will review it and uh, either change their recommendations or approve what staff has recommended. And have you heard any concerns? Or it sounds like there's a lot of support for this and 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 doing, like you said, bringing back kind of this vibrancy to the area. Have you heard any concerns? Not so far. Uh, I don't. I mean, this was just passed last week or at council so it's only been a week i don't know how many people are aware of it yet i know the the residents uh think it's great everyone i did a survey back in uh, late 2020 called imagine amplified of what what do you envision amplified to be like and overwhelmingly people want to see uh just little shops and more cafes and restaurants and places to sit and mingle in a wine bar and a brewery um, so we just don't have room for any of that right now. So I have not heard that, you know, the the commercial property owners, um, I think as long as they've got tenants in there that can pay the rent, I, I don't think they it matters to them who is in there. 
All right. Well, it's uh, an interesting one for sure uh, when, when looking to, to revitalize and, like you said, uh, bring that, that vibrancy back to the neighbourhood. Uh, we'll leave it there for today. But, uh, Maureen, thank you so much for joining us and talking more about thank this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the time.